Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire Podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. I'm Elaine. Donnie's here. It's <laughs> midweek. We're both feeling a, clearly some kind of way. Donnie's been yawning for like the last three minutes, and now I want to take a nap. How I'm kind of tired. I'm tired. I stayed up way too late last night. I was up to like three in the morning. What? That's... Yeah. Sir. You're worse than late. me. That's and I struggled, not, I and I had like a... A big presentation this morning oh. for the uh, for the region that I I think I nailed. Um, crushed but, it. Yeah, I crushed it. Um, crushed it. I could have did that presentation in my sleep. Um, you kind of did, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like good you point. Probably good should. point. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then just you know, work's been fine. It's been work. It's been more work, but you know, it's been work. Yeah, not like worse than normal or you know less than normal. It's kind of normal. The COVID stuff is kicking back into gear, so it's kind of like, all right, everybody, shake the rust off. You're not, we're not out of the woods yet, you know. Buckle up, buttercups. Let's turn it back on. It's but, uh, go time, yeah. I oh, shouldn't man. have stayed up so late last night. I'm tired. I'm sorry, Elaine. Did you like? Was it for no reason? Did you do the thing where you just didn't go to sleep like I often do, where you're just kind of sitting there, or were you playing a video game, or like what was the deal, my friend? You're what not going to you like doing? the answer. I was playing Dying Light until like three in the morning. <laughs> Donnie! Donnie! Yeah. What year is it? What year is it? Like, what is you doing, baby? <laughs> yeah. I so forgot. So, did you get your new laptop? Is it's that right what here. you were playing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Was that what you were playing on? Yeah, it was. Okay. It's okay. really, right. really awesome. You know, I mean, we yes. can talk. I wasn't planning on talking about it, but we can talk about you it a should. little bit. Why not? Well, we get, it's our show. We can do what we want. Good point. Good point. Um, mm -hmm. So Dying Light on PC is infinitely better than Dying Light is on console. It's not even ah. close. I mean, it's... Right. Um, I'm running it at full ultra settings. Um, it's, my laptop's a 1080p display, um, but it's full ultra settings at like 135 frames a second mm -hmm. with everything turned on, and it looks so clean and crisp and clear. You know, you don't have like that foggy, blurry, muddy look that the consoles have. I turned That's off the motion blur. I turned off the boom. film grain. It looks so clear. These are. This is why people are elitist about their personal computers, man. There's like a reason. <laughs> like, yeah, well, so you know? the thing that I was gonna, the thing actually that I wanted to talk to you about it with is because I don't know how many other people played this game would even understand. Because um, you know, like I try to tell people on Shack about Dying Light, and I think they're just happy that it's coming, right? Like they're like, "Donnie, quit being such a oh, that's right, it's coming to, to switch. switch. Oh, it's gonna run it's like gonna garbage, be awful." Because here's the thing, <laughs> like, my, hmm. my, my 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 laptop runs it so well, but even still, right. when I really get running and gunning, it gets choppy. Like it still can't yeah. keep up. <laughs> like it get, they're not not often, but it's still. I I was noticing. I was like, there's still. Like, it's not the smooth, yeah. polished experience that you, and it's crashed on me like twice. Like, <laughs> still. It's, uh, it's, um, <laughs> what? 
It's gonna be a real crap show on Switch. Like, it's either gonna run like garbage, gonna look like a muddled mess, or why not both? Like, right. I, you know, it's just it's. And to be clear, I think it'll look. I great. love my Switch. I love my Switch. Um. Oh, on Switch, it, you know, it's, it's gonna be a yeah. On Switch, it's gonna be a mess. Right. I thought you were just I, talking about it. I, th- I honestly thought you were talking about Dying Light Two. <laughs> Oh no, that look. I like your optimism, buddy, but I'm not I can't get on the optimism train with you cuz I just don't have the good juju yet. Like but that game that now Dying Light on Switch is going to be kind of a oh. hot mess. It was a hot mess on console. It's still right. a hot mess on console. Right. It still runs like garbage sometimes. So I um beating so machine. I got a few stories, but yeah, one was just yeah. like I went out at night and the you know i forget even what they're called but the the night walkers or whatever they were chasing me and the As game just came to like a halt like <laughs> with with my whatever it was like with my flashlight it just like at nighttime with my flashlight the game just struggled to run um and like my frames and everything were still up it's like literally it was like the memory like the just the me running it was the memory of the open world trying to keep up with me mm-hmm. that's the thing i was trying to tell people in shack is i don't think people realize when you really get to playing dying light like it's a fast game you're meant to be fast like think it's like faster than mirror's edge it's way faster than mirror like when you really get into it, it a can groove be. and you mm-hmm. start hopping across rooftops and stuff like you can really get going there's like a flow to its yeah. parkour platforming <laughs> that I love. And you just uh, want to scream parkour while playing that game. Even like with loud. everything that my laptop has, it's still slowed down. Um, but th- that aside, because um, the slowdowns are minimal. I'm, we're talking, yeah. you know, three or four occasions out of six hours I've probably played it since I've... It was the perfect game because, I mean, it is so, so nice to see that game run. And, you know, I said this before when I got my Razer. It's so funny because, like, with the consoles for the last five years, I've always been thinking, like, all right, more frames, 4K, bigger, better, grander. The mm-hmm. 1080p looks fantastic when you have mm-hmm. the ability to run, like, all of the effects. Like, Dying Light on PC has all these lens flares and, like, spectrums and, like, bokeh yeah. lights from the sunshine and the fire. And, like, none of that is there, I don't think, in the console or wasn't there on console when I played it on console. Like, it, right. you know, and right. uh, and I played it. I played through the intro when it got the FPS boost on Xbox not that long ago. And it's nice that it runs at 60, but it still doesn't look great. Um yeah, it, it's it, my thing is like I'll give up resolution for frames and other visual performance under certain circumstances, especially on PC when I'm sitting this close to a monitor. That's it. Yeah, because okay. I'm sitting. I'm so at close arm's to length. It. I'm sitting so close. You know what I mean? And I think that there is something to be said for more visual effects and more like and better performance. Like I just don't. I don't want to drop those frames with if aliasing. I get, and it's like the volumetric prettier, you know? frog and like, yeah. yeah, I just turned everything was just set to max yeah. and I played and, and honestly, <laughs> uh, in game tech, like I was like, I want to load this up and I want to see what happens. And it was the game that I bought. I was like, I'm going to see what it's like. And I wasn't expecting to play it. I got out oh, of the, that's, I got out of the uh, tower and I was like, oh my. Yeah, dude. This is such a different game. Uh, it's so smooth and fast. I mean, fluid is the right word because it's yeah. not just yep. the frames. It's what the frames do to the gameplay. It's how that mixes into mm-hmm. how you play. This specific type of game, I think, benefits yeah. it from it more, way more than like a Wolfenstein would or like anything that you're like crouch- crouching around and like makes me want to spin up Doom. 
You know, because it's oh, just like, dude, man, it's, you should play. Mm-hmm. I'm running and I'm spinning the camera in all different directions and I'm hopping from, from thing to thing. And it's just, it's so damn, I'm having such a good time that, Elaine, the last two days, I just stopped playing everything that I was playing. And I was That's- playing several things and I just, I was like, I'm apparently just going to play Dying Light now. <laughs> there is something to be said for like, uh, and I've said this before on this show, and I've said this on Twitter. There's something to be said for like sinking into a comfort food game when it Ugh. calls to you, and you're just that's for you. That's I've forgotten how much I love that game. And, yeah, and it, man. And I don't love it. Like I've always, I've had this grudge against it for not being what I wanted it to be for so many years, and now it is. Okay. It's like this yeah. is the game yeah. that they want you to see. Like this is what Dying sure. Light's supposed to be. And right. finally, well, let's, and finally, let's have seeing it. Let's have. Let's just have some hope that it doesn't take that long for the second Oh, game. I've got a great jank story for you already. Because, of course. Well, that, that game's what busted. Would, what would Donnie's PC experience be without some jank? So, uh, Dying Light has infinite amount of DLC. Like they Yeah, put, there's they, a bunch of They crap. put Destiny to shame with the amount of service <laughs> that they give this so game. stupid. <laughs> One of the things that they have in the game that I didn't even know, I don't know when they put it in there, but it wasn't in there when I played it, is this thing called like Hell Raid. Do you know about that this? That sounds warm and fuzzy. No, I did not okay. revisit this game recently enough for so that. So when you go into the tower, after you do like the prologue, you'll go into mm-hmm. a room and there's an arcade machine that says Hail Raid. And next to it okay. is like a chest. And you can play the arcade game and you can earn money that you can bring back into the world and spend that chest to get like swords or medieval axes and shit. Sure. When sure. you play the game, it drops you into this dungeon crawling Skyrim thing that you basically run in levels. Like you just have to keep going and keep going and keep going until you reach the end. And it blew me away. My dog has made a a visit to me for some reason. Um, It blew me away because after I was actually having a good old time, it reminds me a lot of like Elder Scrolls Blades. This hell raid. Oh, does. I, like I it, actually liked that stupid. That's thing exactly what this feels like. It's like <laughs> okay, blades, cool. but but with full action, like motion and everything. Okay. And uh, I was playing and playing and killing everybody, and I was like, "All right, I want to leave now and get back to the game." So I quit. No. I quit. <laughs> I, I I hit the start button and I went back to the tower, and I went okay. back to the tower, and the game crashed. And then I booted it up again, and I tried it again, and the game crashed. And I booted it up again and tried again, and the game crashed. And it kept loading me into the Hell Raid. So then I Google it, and this thing has been out. Like, there are Reddit threads, I think, that are, like, six months old. They're like, this thing is utterly broken. Like, you were forced either beating all of this DLC campaign. Oh, my God. Or, or- uninstalling it to get back to your save files. <laughs> I had to uninstall the DLC from the damn thing. And it's I just, just want you all. I just want you all to understand. This is both a story about PC gaming and a story about the jank of dying light, all in one. <laughs> story in one. Because it's all broke. This like, was the for, game that I decided to play first, like a masochist. Like, but and then you played Far Cry Five because I saw your Twitter. I had to boot. I, know yeah, I had did. to boot it up. I had to. I, I was like, did. I want to see it. Now, here's the thing: Far Cry Five doesn't run. Great. It does. It runs over 60, but it, it, it varies a lot. See, like Dying Light, I'm 120, 130, 135. You're throwing five. Yeah, I'm this... 115, 50, 96, I... 48. Like it's all over the place and it leads to a lot of stutter. Like a I lot of to... frame skipping. Yeah. I need you to play Doom. So I locked. I need you to play Doom. I locked Far Cry 5 at 60. I was like, let's just lock it at 60 and play. And it played great, but it doesn't. Yep. Far Cry 5 still runs best on 
on my Series X, as far as I'm concerned. Um, with what with what you're rocking on that laptop, I would yeah, I'm not. It runs a 4K no less, and yeah. it, it's just a lot better. Yeah. Um, whereas Dying Light doesn't. Dying Light runs a lot better on the PC than it does. I played Dying Light today off the off the charger, and okay. I got 56 minutes before I went full full breakdown of my entire battery in one yeah. gameplay session. <laughs> That sounds right. Made me think that really highly of what the Steam Deck's going to do later. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I mean, buckle up. Like, it's going to get... The battery thing is always the thing with stuff course, like this. It's always the thing. As soon as you start throwing GPUs at stuff, they oh, just it, eat batteries. It's insanely know. hot. Like, oh, my MSI gets hot, too. I have a pad So hot. It's so hot. I went and sat down in my recliner, and I put it on my lap, and like after no, like no, 15 no, no. minutes, I had to like put it on the chair, on the arm. I was like, this is, this is going to work. You live dangerously. I don't have boy parts, and I won't even do that. Oh, yeah? I'm not putting that there. It's hot. You live, it's you real live hot. dangerous. Warm, like so. You're putting the parts at risk. I don't yeah, know. so I, I got I this know. PC, and I started playing Dying Light, and then I got really into it. And uh, Oh, no. I, I played some other stuff. We can get into the actual show proper. Oh, um, so I beat, oh. Last, I beat Last Stop. I want to start there. Oh, you did beat Last Stop. I did. Oh, that's I finished good to hear. It. I loved did it. Did you... Um, did I loved it pay it. off for you, yeah, story-wise? Yeah, it did. I loved okay, it. Okay, then I'm in. I'm in. I went and read some reviews afterwards. Because I remember uh-huh. this game not reviewing super strongly. So I think I'm, I'm definitely on the outskirts of people. Some people really didn't enjoy the ending. And I really would love to talk to somebody about the story and actually talk about what happened. Okay, then it, I'm going to play it. It I'll feels it. like a shame. Like, there's nothing I can tell you about it <laughs> that doesn't spoil it, but also, like, to get you interested. It's just, like, the last no. chapter is something i i didn't see it coming it goes all right all right so i was trying to think of like i want to say positive things about it that would encourage other people maybe listening to try it so here's what i came up with it's a lot like it kind of meets stargate i hear what you're saying and i mean i was already interested yeah okay but and it's okay. even weirder than that because it it gets man it gets weird it gets real real weird good good I'm the gameplay is shallow and and it's really not even like a game really it's more like an interactive you know kind of sim and i and i saw a lot of people that really struggled with that with the game which i think is absolutely fair but if, i would give it more credit because the story was so captivating compelling like i couldn't wait to get to the end it was very much like a Kind of like a serial, like TV series is really what it felt like. I felt like I spent like three days, like binge watching, like a a cool sci-fi TV show. Okay, I mean, like, look, if if a game is going to present you bare bones gameplay, right? Like, let's talk about Telltale, Walking Dead, any of the Telltale games. The the gameplay is not the draw. You know what I mean? It's the writing that's the draw. So in order for this thing to be worth the time, the story has to pay off. Almost. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, the reason Telltale's games are good is that they often write good endings. They they feel like they stick the landing at least better than most people do. So if this thing has that same, well, the narrative sticks the landing, then I don't care if the gameplay is like a simplistic, you know, genre. I wouldn't even through. say the ending was my favorite part. Okay. It's just right. like but the, the but journey the of game, the ending is but wild. But does the ending, does the ending let the game down? Because there's a difference between it not being the best part and it actually no. ruining the so, experience okay you know? so there's a difference between i want to specify again no spoilers this is the hard part dare. for me as i'm trying to dance around this for me i look at when i say the ending i mean the final chapter i think for a oh, lot I of mean, people when they say the ending they mean that last two the minutes payoff. yes the, the payoff, payoff is not my favorite 
But um, does it ruin the arc for no. you? No. No, it doesn't. Okay, then we're good. It just does, I don't think it pays it off in a really gratifying, like, closed up way. But You know, though, like the, 10% the, of video games do that. But the so. hour before it that leads you to that point was quite a ride. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but right, it was good. at one point. Good. I took screenshots, and that was the other part, is I took all kinds of screenshots, and then I was like, I can't share. No, don't you dare. Right. And see, that, <laughs> see, that makes me mad, because I'm the one that played the game. I should be able I, to share. But I got all these come, people in the world came out. that it don't just, play the game, they're like, oh, you can't you can't share it. Um, there I'm was one point when this chapter started, I was like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it really goes off the rails. And I, I, was, I didn't see it coming. I did not see oh, that coming. Oh, that's the best. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm in. Um, I like games that do that. I like games that... Uh, twisted in a way I'm not expecting. Because you know what? Look, dude, so many games are written in a format where you're like, I know exactly how this is going to pan out. Yeah. Within, a, within a variance, I know where we're going here. So e- even if it's so weird, sure, let's get weird. A lot of the criticism, too, is that like you don't have a whole lot of agency over the story. Like You can make decisions, but I don't think they really change outcomes a whole lot. Again, I didn't care. That's like, that's like every video game ever, right? Like, well, no, it's like... What fifty percent of games or yeah, more? How, like how often do we get into games and you don't? You I make think choices, with games like this, though, like with I, the gameplay mechanics, people are used to that. Sure. I just don't think you could tell the story they're telling if they gave the players any sort of control over it, because mm-hmm. then it goes off the road. Like things, I don't know how much things would line up. Because remember, you're playing every chapter. You're playing three different vignettes as three different people that right. all weave together to tell one story. That's a lot of moving parts to give people agency over. Um, I, I agree. I, I think that I don't fault them for writing a story that maybe feels like it doesn't have as much wiggle as a player might But want. instead of criticizing that so much for what it didn't do, I would prop up the writing, which I thought was very good. There were several times that That's I laughed, better. that I like I cracked like a little smirk smile. Like, it's just very like warm, good. fun. You know, it's a weekend. It wasn't like overly long or anything like that. Okay. I didn't feel, I think at times, my biggest criticism at times, like there's a lot of walking and it's usually, (laughs) it's usually to structure like the narrative being delivered to you. So like you'll walk across the screen while they just talk. But sometimes that talking isn't all that important. Oh, so you feel like they could have saved it for different moments? Yeah. There were more than a few times when I realized like, oh. This isn't advancing the story. So I was like got looking it, at it. my phone while I was like holding the thumbstick to the right, you know. Sure. But which is this fine. Is, I didn't didn't bother me. This is the Gears of War slow walk with your hand in the ear yeah. Yeah. moment. You know what that's I mean? A, like they use That's spot on. They use it to load, they use it to write add written lines and sometimes it's great and you get bits that you really love and sometimes it falls flat. You know, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. It's okay. This is on my next my list to play next, actually. I just installed it. I'm so. glad we got it and got on Game Pass. I remember when it was shown, I was like, I don't think I'm going to buy that. But then it was like Game Pass. I was like, ah, why not? I mean, Annapurna, they're they're rocking it. Like, they're they're crushing it. They make good, they publish good stuff. Mm-hmm. They work with Devolver-esque. good publishers. It is very, except without the, the cheekiness in many situations. Yeah, of course. Situations. Well, I mean, they have they're, different, I meant like in terms of like their, their quality seal of yes, approval. Yes, 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 yes. When yes, you put yes, Annapurna yes, Interactive yes. on the box, it usually means that it's pretty good. And it usually means that it has an impact for me. Like most of the games that they have published, I have played in and thought, wow, man, that hits a unique spot. And I think this um, one does. I, I hmm. That was actually what I struggled with because it's not like a Gone Home or an Edith Finch or a Journey. Right. It doesn't have like this over 
emotional impact on me. I didn't feel like that at all. But the themes and the topics that they go into with their characters seldom touched upon with with games. Right. I really appreciated it. And I was like, this is yes. great. I could use more Anna, writing like this. Annapurna is very good at that. Like Sayonara Wild Hearts is another really good example. Yeah. And it didn't make me cry, but it did make me think about things and feel things that I wouldn't have thought a game would. Like it's unique. Yep. Um, Devolver is weird in their own unique way and that they're unique that way. I like these little, these publishers that know their niche and go for it, you know, real hard. Like that's good. It's good to have. Mm-hmm. What else you play, Donnie? I hopped into the ascent and I played through the first boss and a little bit beyond that. Um, I think it looks you, amazing. You were very excited about this title. It looks coming incredible. Into, yeah, it, it's. I've seen plenty of video. It is now installed on my system. I installed both Last Stop and Ascent, um, but yeah, I've been it looks in great. other games. So good. the gameplay Do you enjoy just it? seems. Yeah, no, it's it's not that I don't. Um, I've heard a lot of things that I can't back up. I've heard from a lot of people that it's kind of a mess. It's buggy, that there's balance issues. I know the console versions don't have ray tracing and it's on PC only. Um, the balance issues, I've heard from more than a few of the podcasts that I listen to say, like the solo balancing is a lot steeper than if you play with friends. Like if you're playing the solo, you're going to really grind and struggle, which I think stopped me from like going all in as soon as it went live. I was kind of like, maybe I'll hang back a little. Um, I played, it's a twin stick shooter in mechanics. Right. I feel like it's a little like almost floaty for that. I find myself often with the twin stick shooter, not feeling like I have superb control like I'm accustomed to, like when I played a Dead Nation or, you know, because I like twin stick shooters quite a bit. Um, not all not all games can be Geometry Wars. Right. Like they just, they cannot all be that perfectly tight, pixel specific game. You I know? was thinking of how to explain it. Like I feel like it's a little floaty, um, which is uh, okay. Like di- disconnected from the stick movement. Like you feel like you either get too much or not enough. Yeah. I hate that. It's like, just yes, a little I, off, um, which is yeah. fine. Like I, I'm, I'm not struggling with it at all. So I don't want people to have that connotation. It's just, I notice, like I notice shots that I'm like, that should have hit. Like I missed and I shouldn't have. Um, But to be honest with you, like I played it and I ran through and I did the first boss and I kept playing a little bit and I got like some side missions and it's like, you can go here, but there's not a hook here yet for me. There's nothing. So it was like, when I started playing dying light, I was like, I'm just going to play this right now because I'm really into it where I didn't, I didn't have that feeling with, with the ascent, which is unfair for me because I only played it for like an hour or two. Like maybe you got to give it more time. Um, but like, it looks fantastic. It's on game pass and pay for it. So and I'm not trying to pass any judgment on it. I'm just trying to be real with our listeners and honest with them. Let them know, like I played it and it was okay. Um, yeah. you know, nothing. I wasn't like, oh my God, you know, like, like <laughs> I expected to be. And I think, I think it's the story. It's, I, you know what? Here's a really great point. I feel like it really doesn't explain much to you. I found myself half the time just kind of going through and I was like, well, mm-hmm. who's that? And what are we doing and stuff? And I'm, I'm sure that it hopefully will flesh that out, but I don't like that when like a game onboards me and I feel like I don't know. Yeah. You know, really what I'm yeah. supposed to read. Or like when they're like, you know, go read the codex. Like, No. No, I don't like that. I, I didn't buy a, fine a book. Line. There's a very <laughs> fine line between I want to get moving and play this experience and you haven't given me enough to get me invested. And tipping to either side of that line ruins it for me personally. Like if you give me too big of a narrative dump in the beginning, I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, just let me play the video game, right? 
Skyward Sword is a really good example of something that just gives you so much tutorialization and narrative in the beginning. I just needed an example, a recent one. And then this kind of a game where it's just like, go have fun. You're like, but why? Yeah. I need some why. Because the world is you know? so awesome. You want right. to know more you about wanna know, it. You want to know. See, it's, but that's you don't the thing. Read. It's intriguing. Like if, <laughs> if the world wasn't as awesome, you wouldn't care. You just keep moving exactly. on. Exactly. But it, but it isn't. Like the world is awesome. It looks awesome. And I want to know. Um, also, yeah. again, I, I try to refrain often from using the word repetitive because I feel like that's, um, it's like saying really, you know, like I really like something. I really don't like something. It's like, well, you don't really need really. You're saying really because you don't have a better descriptive. I feel like repetitive falls sure. into that with games. Can Every be, video yeah, game by all, its nature is repetitive. That's a, a quality of, uh, interactive entertainment. Yeah, Often correct. when I, when I think of a game, when repetitive comes to mind, I usually think that a game just doesn't have a whole lot beneath the surface. It's not asking you to do a lot. And so sure. far with the ascent a couple hours in, it did a lot of the same thing. It was very much like uh, me walking backwards as enemies approach me, as I shot at them until they all died. Okay. And then you. pick up anything that I could find and go to the next area and do that sure. again. Uh, and even the boss, I did the exact same thing. Mm, see, now that's where it falls. That's where it's problematic for me because we could argue any twin stick shooter is move and shoot. And that's the point, right? But the pattern recognition of the bosses sells those games for me. It makes them feel satisfying. So if they're not hitting it, it's hard for me to get invested. Mm-hmm. That's that's a problem. For like me. you can I, I want to check this out. And maybe sure. on a harder Do difficulty. Like I didn't. I just kept right. walking backwards and shooting, and then he'd come by, and I'd step aside, and I'd walk backwards in the other direction and keep shooting. You know, and it's like, I kind of wish I had a melee. I kind of wish maybe there was some platforming involved. I kind of wish there was other stuff. You know, yeah. like, let's let's yeah. let's make this a little more complex, a little more sure. reactive, a little more responsive than what it is. Um, yeah. I, I definitely want to check it out. But it's just my yeah, first I'm impression. Not, that's fair. And then you... uh Speaking of first impressions, you also got into the Halo test flight. I did, I did get not. into the Halo test flight. I didn't apply. You're the, like the one person I would expect not to care. Well, I don't. And I, I you know what? Confused. Before I say anything about it, 100%, let he me just be like- carte blanche and open. I'm the worst opinion to listen to any judgment when it comes to multiplayer. I don't play multiplayer. I never have. I, you know what? That's not true. I play Splatoon. That's about the level of my multiplayer-ness. I played Splatoon. Guys, yeah, like that's what I do. But you felt like you had to try this because, I mean, went, one, you got in, and two, like, it's the, it's the hot game for the fall. Like, you got to try it. I didn't get it. the Why email. Not? It was just in the Insider Sub. I saw somebody in a tweet, and they were like, you can just go download it. And I, I went and checked the Insider Sub, and it was there. And I felt bad because I thought it was just there for everybody. And I posted in our Discord, and there were several people who were like, it's not there for me. Oh, so maybe the email just got dumped I think that's what spam. it is. I think I got in, yeah. and I just didn't get the email. Um, but I went and downloaded it, and I played it, and I feel bad. Because I've seen the internet say things like incredible. I've seen people say revolutionizing multiplayer. It's amazing. Halo's back. Destiny who. There is not a, there's no shortage of people fawning and stepping over themselves to hype up Halo multiplayer. I feel bad because I can't jump in on that. I think it's just Halo. Well, but it doesn't feel like. More Halo or like better Halo, revolutionary Halo. It just feels like Halo. Like I, I realize it has a grappling hook. That's uh, cool. I thought it was cool when they showed it. I think that. it's cool in the thing. It is cool, but it's not so cool that I'm like, 
you're the series probably, has been reborn. <laughs> you're probably you might uniquely be the worst human being to have an I, opinion I on this thing because you not only don't care about multiplayer, but you have no investment in Halo, like a bigger investment in Halo either. Like you, you know what I mean? That's not a slight against you. It's just true. You know, it's, yeah. uh, I, I'm excited for people's excitement about this thing because I've seen the same takes. People seem really pumped I just hope it's about not, playing it. I hope this is my fear. I I have this fear that people want it to be greater than it is. They want it to be the next big thing, and I'm worried that it comes out and it's not. Um, if they're I, um, sure, if they're invested in it and they like it, and it comes out and they continue that investment, even if they're lying to themselves, that's their investment. You know, I, and what I that's mean? Like fine. It, I just that's the know? thing. It's like I feel like there's a lot of folks out there with Xbox podcasts and outlets that are. I feel like they're they're trying to will it into existence. Like they want Xbox to make The Last of Us or the God of War or you know what I'm saying? Like the the flagship marquee game and they really want this to be it. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that. Sure. I'm just saying think- having played because I did play all the Halo campaigns. I yes, you did. It really looks and feels like Halo. <laughs> well, here's here's my here's my counter take. I think that's a good this, thing. Right? By the way, I think that's a good thing, too. And one and two, like Halo is unique right now in multiplayer space. It's not a battle royale, or at least we don't think it will be. a. It's Halo still. There might be battle royale. We're going to leave that alone. I don't have the energy, but (laughs) it's it's Halo. And I feel like that's a, um, a multiplayer slot that hasn't been filled in a really long time. Like that kind of multiplayer experience, like Destiny does it very differently. Um, even PvP. The Battle Royales are doing things very, very differently. I feel like maybe people are just starved for it because they haven't gotten new Halo in a really long time. And they they might just really be missing it and they still might love it. And I I don't know that they're trying to will it. Right. Right. I I don't have that yearning. I think it's less willing it to be the thing and more, oh my God, I forgot how much I missed having this in my day-to-day game rotation. Okay. That's just my take. That's my my less cynical take on the situation. Yeah, I'm willing to be wrong. I just, when I see people like revolution, I've seen that word. It's revolutionary. And I played it. I I was like, it's not. It's not. (laughs) Revolutionary and repetitive are two words we can do away with in the video game space. Um, Nothing hasn't been done before. That's all I'm trying to say is I feel like some of those takes are a little far reaching is all I'm trying to say. Um, That's the hype train. That's what we get into. That's true. That's true. You know? um, I did put my expert on it. Um, I played about three or four matches, and we had fun. Um, but I gave it to Jack. And I was like, okay. you play. Jack likes it. Was, He's like, okay, this good. is great. That's good. That's what he said. Good. He's like, this is great. He's like, I can't Perfect. wait to play more. We played. That was another thing, because they had times, and I thought the time was like one to three. We played for like four hours. We played a long time. We just sat there, and I watched him play match after match after match. Um, they're, they're probably letting the times float. They're not yeah. just like having a dude pull a giant yeah, lever definitely at felt three that o'clock. Way. You know, they're just taking it offline. Because we were playing like, at like four, and I was like, it's supposed yeah. to be done now. And Jack kept playing. We just kept playing. Well, I mean, it, it, it look, it looks good. It ran well. Um, you know, there was popping and stuff like that. It's a beta. You know, like I'm not, I'm not going to judge anything off of the beta. But I will uh, say this, just for transparency, and our, our listeners should know this about me already. My judgment for Halo will come from the single player. And yeah, that can too. be right or wrong, but that will be where my judgment comes. I'm never going to play the multiplayer unless they do Battle Royale. 
And uh, so it doesn't, it really doesn't matter to me. It's 100%. What mm-hmm. is the solo experience? Like, I was yeah. really excited from that original trailer that they showed two years ago. Like, I want that Halo experience. I want to like mm-hmm. that, you know, that open world, drive stuff around, go find outposts and towers, take them down, plan your attack. That's what I'm looking for. And multiplayer doesn't give me any of that. Um, you know, and multiplayer just run around and shoot each other, which we had fun with. We had fun doing. You run sure. around and shoot each other. Jack's sure. way better at it than I am. Um, I'm not good at Halo's multiplayer. Good. I played I played a pretty good amount of Halo's two and three in on LAN in college, because that's what we did. Um but my favorite experiences with Halo are actually like up all night playing the Halo three campaign with friends. Okay. Like, co op. That that's was how, always that's my how I that's my Gears. favorite. I play Gears co op most of the time. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, those are my favorite kind of experiences with Halo, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm happy that people are happy. I was bracing it. for it because <laughs> you know? I, I knew when I was playing it and when I was watching all these people on the internet and I was just like, man, like, I'm not going to come out of here and be like, it was incredible. Like I'm not, you, sure, 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 sure. you'll never hear that from me unless I really believe it. So, sure. you know, to me, I was just like, honestly, and I said this last week when I was talking about Twitch stream, honestly, if you sat me down on that demo and they're like, here's a new map coming to Master Chief Collection, would have totally believed you, would not have known the difference. Sure. Well, you're not. You're in a very unique position of not giving a crap about Halo's multiplayer, though. Sure, but I mean, in just like space. from the from the feel, and sure. just the you know, like but what we were doing, it, you know, was Halo. We've discussed this many a time. You can only change Halo so so much, much. And, th- and honestly, there is an expectation. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. Know? Like, it's a good thing that it is that way. And I, I've actually, I think some of the some of the praise that I've heard about is it, well, I've heard a lot of people say it feels like old Halo but new. And I think Good. that's a great, yeah. And that's actually, yeah, Good. I would agree with that. That is exactly what it feels like. It feels like what Halo's supposed to, it feels like what Halo, how you remembered Halo. Yeah, it's the that. nostalgia, like yeah, it takes it's, the nostalgia it's what filter. You think and, Halo yes. was back then. That's what this but is. That's good. Because that is good. It is a good thing. To me, that's kind of nailing it for yeah. them, to me, yeah. in my, my opinion, because it's so easy to go, oh, Halo, I have so many warm, fuzzy memories of how that played and how that felt. And for them to be able to re-inject that Spot now, on. Spot I think that's super I don't want important. my commentary to come off like I'm negative on the game. I'm not. I think, I think no, that's, I understand. that's the you best just, way of putting it. You yeah. just don't care. And that's it's okay. not my game. You're, you're, yeah, you're not welcome my game. to not care. You're not welcome to not care. Well, you had a productive week in video don't games before Dying Light. Before Dying, Dying Light, Light wrecked it. I mean, like, I kind of want to play it when we get done. You're gonna. Elaine. You're gonna. I'm really Look, happy okay. to play the game again. <sighs> Mistakes were made, kids. It's a lot of fun. I uh I I'd finished Death's Door last week. And I had that's the I described this to other people and I said this to you. Like it was a game that dragged me out of my video game funk that I've been kind of in, where I've kind that's of bounced good. between things and not and then I was like, I need another game that can keep me in the good juju place, right? I wanna be here. I like it here. So I scroll through and I was like, oh, this Ender Lilies game that people keep talking about, right? That's got a vibe that I'm digging just from the screenshots. Screenshots remind so me of Child of Light. Is there anything like that? It's it's not. It's okay. like a, it's a Metroidvania. Oh. Okay. So for lack of a better term, it is a Metroidvania that's got some Hollow Knight vibes in it, but not like hmm. it's got a map before you get nervous. I it's thought it was turn based. It is not. It oh, is I thought a, I saw like the bottom, like a turn. That's what I was remembering. Okay. Is straight up a uh, 2D action gotcha. Metroidvania game for better for better or worse. Uh, it is um beautiful and has. It's interesting. This game has like components from that give me vibes from so many different games, and all of those vibes I like. So like it's got this Hollow Knight kind of like 
blighted world um creepy vibe that's going on it's got music that evokes near for me because it's all this like orchestral music with like like singing underneath of it like you know it's it's a metroidvania and that's like a, a genre that i deeply deeply love it's got just a little bit of dark souls style boss pattern recognition and just a little bit of challenge it's rad i'm really really impressed with it like it's it's just pulling these different components in ways that make me very happy. You play as this little girl. She's got this. She's she's able to purify stuff that's been taken over by the blight. Uh, she's got this guardian knight. And then you can, you can, so he attacks. So when you press X, the knight is what is attacking, not the little girl. And you can equip other spirits as you purify them and swap out their abilities. It's rad, man. It's it's very cool from a combat perspective. Like I'm very impressed with it. So I have, I'm like in it. <laughs> I'm like doing the thing where I just got a new ability and now I'm backing through the map sure. to find spots. Oh, it's so stuff. good. I love, makes me feel good. Games like this made me feel good. Um, if people are into that genre and that like exploration Metroidvania and looking, looking to kind of fill a gap before the silk song stuff for hollow Knight comes out. This is a good one to inject into this space. I'm impressed. It's 25 bucks. You can find it on everything, I believe. I picked it up on Xbox. It runs great on my Series X. Doc Kidgood says it's linked to the Dark Souls, which makes me wonder if Devin would like it. It's it. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know that I 100% disagree with that that assertion. Like, it's got, it's like I said, it's got pieces from so many like different things. Um, but I would call it, I would almost call it Symphony of the Night esque. Mm. or even there was a castlevania that did this with the spirits and the different abilities yeah i would watch some video of it but i'm really into it i'm having a great time with it it's beautiful it does have a great look dude the particle effects and like in some of the places you go they're like darked out but you can see like the colors from stained glass like the visual effects in this game are just stunning they just blow me away and the music is incredible the music is absolutely incredible um so I'm I'm very I'm very pleased with that. So I, I snagged I snagged that on Xbox and I've been playing the hell out of that. I haven't been able to stop. That's so. very pretty. I went and looked at more screenshots of it. I, I feel like pretty. I saw a screenshot where it had like all the different characters at the bottom for some yeah, reason. Because it's it's like when you rest at a bench, the spirits that you're carrying with you like show up. Oh like just, okay. So just hang out when next I saw to that you, so screenshot, I was assuming it was like a time based like a party, but timing. it's not. They just okay. show, it's Gotcha. Yeah, they just sh- they, right. when you're when you run around in the world, they're these little pink dots that follow you, right? See? And then when you attack, they like materialize. Don't judge a book attack. by its cover. Man, dude, it's good. I like it a lot. I'm really into it. I'm having a really good time with it. I recommend people take a look because it's it's beautiful in a really unique way. And oh, it's, it's got all that stained glass and like oh, the, and like these the shadows and all that. This like light particle effects mm-hmm. that'll happen in some mm-hmm. places, oh, and the music is just incredible. Really? Just incredible. Yeah. Better music yeah, than, than Death Store? Different music than Death Store. Hmm. It, like I said, it really evokes like near for me. Okay. And I love that stuff. That like orchestral swelling, singing. It's good. It's real good. Metrovanias are know. a challenge for me because I really do like them. I get lost into them quite a bit. But mm-hmm. I have a really hard time juggling them with other games. So I when I want to play one, yes. I have to commit to one. And it's like, I I'm agree. going to play this game. 
and I'm not going to turn my blinders yes. off to everything else, which can be hard when you're podcasting and you have Gamecast and you have eight different consoles and a gaming PC. Like it can be difficult. Um, it's that's why I don't yes. normally play a bunch of them. Um, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put it on my wish list. I wonder, I just I wonder how it runs keep... on Switch. Oh boy, I was curious about that because this is a good one. This would typically be a good one like, for me to have. I like playing Metroidvanias on portables. Me too. Typically. Me too. Uh, this would be great for me to play on the train. If it goes on sale, I might also. Or if there's a, if there was a physical version of this that came out on Switch, I would probably pick it up because mm. I like the art style just so much. You know. Sure. So that's that's what I've been into, and I keep cool. like dipping in and out of Resident Evil. I was going to ask. I'm going to finish it. I'm still playing it. You haven't given up. You're just still going. No, I still like it. I just haven't wanted to play it. I keep looking for a thing that's going to grab my attention better, and these kinds of games like are. So I'm rolling with it. Just rolling with it right now we're in the in-between donnie before the like the real stuff no more heroes hits. no more heroes is soon i was playing I mean, oxen August. free until dying light started yo oxen free is really good i was having a blast and then dying light uh, happened and i don't know if i'll ever go back but but i was really enjoying dying light. i was like i want to replay this before oxen free 2 comes out and mm-hmm. uh, i got started and i kept going um and then then i got this pc and then it was all over with oxen free really does have a good story i really oh, like the writing incredible. of the game i didn't God, that know that there were as many endings as there are yeah yes it's crazy because when i, I kind of mm. i don't think i got the good ending or the right ending or whatever but when i but when, when i decided to play again i was like well let's try for that and let's look up a guide and there's like you know a lot there was yeah i didn't look at them all but there was a bunch listed and mm-hmm. i was like oh wow yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's nuts. I remember looking it up after I finished it. Okay. So I kind of want to go back and check it out, too. Hmm. Don't don't talk me into replaying things. I have a stack of crap in plastic wrap. No more It's heroes. getting ridiculous. Two or three weeks. soon. Well, and then that Ghost of Tsushima uh, director's cut stuff is out nah, on the Nah, nobody cares. I haven't played that Nobody yet. cares. Shut your face, <laughs> sir. Shut it down. Shut it down over there. All right. I was going to say Dev, 12 I knew minutes. Dev would be... Dev is here for me. Well, that's he's why I said it, because I know he's here. I know. Yeah, you also just like starting crap with people. You know you do. <laughs> no, no, not people. Ghost I love Ghost. Ghost of is a great game. I literally just make fun of Dev. That was just meant for Dev. I know it was. It's true. It's true. I know you're going to play it, and I can't wait to hear all about it. It's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be gonna, awesome. It's, good, it's a really good game. We talked about it post-show. Yeah, why, yes. Why I have trouble with that game. Sure. Um, but, oh, I'm way into it. But yeah, I'll oh, save that for when you start playing it and then we can talk about it together. Yeah, it'll work. Maybe with Dev. Yeah, that would be good. That'd mm-hmm. be good. So he can tell you. <laughs> oh, he's just going to. Yeah, he's just going <laughs> to. You ever like have that person? It's like a dad like thing where you, you have an excuse and they just write yeah. off every excuse you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that'll just yeah, get be, ready. That'll just buckle be up. Mm-hmm. Let's go. 100%. All right. Speaking of things that people need to buckle up for, let's dip into the news. So this is a stupid story. It's stupid because it shouldn't have happened. So Halo Infinite is in beta. And apparently, according to Joseph Staten, um, a bunch of a small number of campaign files were unintentionally inserted into the technical preview build. And what this means is that people have data mined those files, extracted a crap load of like dialogue, plot points, game objectives, plot twists, and put them on the internet and just dump them onto. So if you care about, the spoilers are going to come that for stuff you. off. Them spoilers are going to get you. Don't turn it off. Just, just start muting crap on Twitter. You know, to be honest with you, as somebody who never mutes spoilers and wouldn't be bothered by this, I've seen very little. Me, me too. 
So too, I, I like. Actually. I'm actually kind of impressed because when other games like this has happened, it's been hard to to get Avoid like it. and yeah, and like I really haven't had to dodge anything with this yet. But I did see right. one thing. Don't tell I won't. Me. I won't say what it is, but I will say this: made me excited. I All hope right. It's, I hope All it's, right. That's I hope good. It's true. For for you, I'm glad because I, I feel like true. you need it. You know what I mean? So, um, but I just I can't. How do you accidentally put it's what is happening yeah, over but there? Here's the other thing though. Like what this has happened with there? a lot of games and sometimes the, the games don't even like sometimes that stuff never even comes to fruition. Some of that stuff I gets know, cut out and it's not true, you know, so like That's true. Don't It's true. You know, just don't run with it as fact quite yet. No, but the point is like this has happened enough times sure that you, think, is, you would think that developers have been would be more careful at this juncture. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like come on, dude. Yeah, I don't really know what how data mining works in terms of like, do they get like metadata with files or anything like that? I, I honestly don't understand that, so I don't know how hard it would be to scrub either. all that. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. And I if don't the know game if is just... really complex with a lot of systems and mechanics and things like that, I imagine it would be a time, you know, inducing task to scrub well, that stuff out of it. What I was going to say is, it's a risk reward thing, right? Like, okay, we have to, we got to get this beta out because this thing's got to launch this fall. So either we spend the time to pull these files out and scrub it and make a version that's very clean, or we just roll the dice and hope no one finds it. And I think a lot of the times they just roll the dice because everybody's understaffed. There's not enough hours to get everything done. Did you see the Krispy Kreme thing that they're doing with Halo? There's a donut, but an Xbox donut. Did you see that they said, why wait until November? Oh. Do you think they're confirming that it's in November? I mean, I think everybody's assuming it's in November. It's absolutely going to be in November. Kind of want them to go early. It, Just if, go early. Well, but isn't Forza October? Yeah, go earlier. Yeah, no, no, they're not. Go no. early. Like, it's just not, get no. out there. Just that's four weeks away. They're not. Ready. Man, I would, I would so love to just wake up. It's like September fifteenth. They're like, Halo's out. <laughs> Halo, Halo's anniversaries are in November. Yeah, though, right? it's going to be. November. Yeah, we come all know on, it's dude. Be in like we know, November, simmer down. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I want that Xbox donut. And I don't think we can get it in the United States. It's just BS. I'm upset. Oh, really? We can't I think get it? it's other territories that Xbox donut. The There's Krispy a, Kreme one. an exclusive Xbox donut to Krispy Kreme, no less. Yes. Not available I, in America from the, the American company Microsoft. Bro, I'm pretty sure. What the hell? I don't know. The internet's stupid. Oh, we should. That's worth. See, stupid. for everybody that has a cause, like that's worth protesting I cover. want the Xbox. I think Paris uh, was what? the one who tweeted about it, that it's like, no, no, that's not where it is. I mean, Paris Lily, he was like, yo, oh, where, Par- the, where is, yeah, where is, where is this donut in the US? And I was like, bro, really? We can't get it in the oh, US? That is, that's upset. a mistake. I would buy a six pack of those and just make myself real sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would too. Line them up. <laughs> yeah, my family wouldn't argue about any excuse to go to Krispy Kreme. Oh, I love Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. I have, a, I love donuts. The Southerners down here are very, very, very proud. Krispy of the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Oh uh, no, no, not, North... don't say you. Excuse me. Don't say you. I said the Southerners, where uh-huh. amongst I live, are oh, very proud uh, of the Krispy Look, Kreme donut. The Northerners, where amongst I live, very proud of Dunkin' Donuts. And yeah, Dunkin I know. Donuts makes and, and garbage I, ass donuts. And I'm pretty Don't sure. Yeah, me. I'm pretty sure Krispy Kreme is way better than Dunkin'. They are. They um, are. And they're, Do not at me about they're that. They're better than Tim Hortons, though. When I was a kid, Tim Hortons was better than they are now. Like they, they've they've kind of went down. Dunkin' Donuts was better than they are now. Look, we sound old. We got to stop this game. Yeah, we're about to be like in my day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when you like when I moved down here, there was a lot of that. Like you've never had a donut, you know. Look. I'm going to say this. 
I think Krispy Kreme donuts is the general rule are slightly too sweet. However, there is nothing. I in like the a fast- doughy donut though. I am a yeast donut fan. I don't like cake donuts. So I like like a Publix donut. My favorite donut. Like a Let me finish donut. this thought. There is nothing in fast food that is as transcendental as a warm Krispy Kreme glazed donut off the belt. Off the thing. But see, that's there the thing. They're so in, wispy. Yes. There's nothing in fast food that is a better bite than that moment. However, my favorite donut of that type is from 7-Eleven. Mm. The, the Simpsons pink top sprinkles donut sure. is an exceptional freaking donut. Yeah. My wife and I, we've had this argument because she is one of those people. It's angelic to stand there and get one of those donuts off the line. And, and and it is good. Don't get me wrong. It's very nice. It's a nice, sweet treat. But at the same time, I tell her, I'm like, but I'm hungry. No, but I, yeah, I want it's food. Not, yes. Yes. If you want something. <laughs> look, if you, you want something. You dunk that in so coffee. It, it, it dissipates. No, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> there is no better bite in fast food than that bite. There's no oh, better you, tasting bite. Like we'll never that's get just anywhere. Rude. No, we'll, <laughs> with we'll this. be arguing about this forever. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna move on from donut talk. Our new segment, <laughs> donut talk. That'd <laughs> be a more popular podcast. I'm, I'm mean, pretty sure that exists. Oh, absolutely. It absolutely it's does. 2021. Yeah. Every podcast exists. That's true. Now we've mentioned Annapurna earlier in the show. They had a their first showcase, right? Their first ever showcase, which is exciting because I love their stuff. They gave us a date for Artful Escape, which is September 9th, coming to Game Pass. Let's go. That's a pretty-ass game. I pretty-ass game. have been a sucker for that game since the moment it was shown yeah. five years ago. It, when it was got... the Artful Escape of Vincent Vendetti. Yes. Full I have wanting that game forever, and I was sure that after the Tim Saray stuff with Last Stop and Avenue, I was sure this game yeah. just died. Yep. I was like, this game, nope. we haven't heard about it in like four years. It's just gone. And Exciting. I was a little let down the fact that like it resurfaces with a date and everything. It's like, and it's out in a month. Yeah. Like with little fanfare, I felt. Well, I think that this is a niche game, man. It's a weird one. It's not going to be for everybody. But to the plus side, coming to Game Pass is a good thing for a game like this. Awesome. Yeah, it makes it I'm even excited. better. Coming to Game Pass. Game Pass continues to deliver with indie games. Um, and I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to play it. I don't know. I don't know why it's not for everybody, but I'll tell you what, it's for me. Because yeah. I'm going to get with some yeah. sick guitar riffs with the super colorful platforming world. Oh, I'm excited. Inject it in my veins. Oh, I'm going to turn all my lights I'm on. Excited. Turn my TV lights on. I'm going to take so many pictures. Oh, just I'm excited. obnoxious color wall. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. Um, also coming to Game Pass, uh, Gorogoa and Telling Lies. Both are exceptional games. Gorogoa Play Telling is... Lies. My wife loves Gor- those games. We did those together. Gorogoa is a very special little puzzle thing. I really mm. like it. I recommend people play it. And I Am Dead is coming to consoles on August 9th. I don't believe Game Pass, but it is coming to consoles. Yeah, this it's is been one... Switch only, I think, right? Uh, PC. Okay. It's on Steam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we also have... Solar Ash has been mm. given a date. This is Heart Machine's uh, Hyperlight Drifter sort of follow-up title, October 26th. Oh, baby. I'm excited about yeah. that one. People lost their fool minds because Outer Wilds is getting its first and only DLC, September 28th, Echoes of the Eye. I still have not played Outer Wilds, so I'm just going to wait and play it all together. That's the indie weird one, one right? Not the Xbox yeah, one? Yeah, that's the time loopy one. Yeah, I played it. I yes. didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. This does not surprise me, Donnie. Yeah. Um, Stray got a new trailer. PS, 
PlayStation and PCs. This is PS4, PS5, as well as Steam, Correct. I believe. Um, no date yet on Stray, a game that everybody is very excited about, and they just continue to drag our hearts along at every showcase. Uh, <laughs> uh, they showed more neon white, they're saying, this winter for neon white. And then they told they showed some new stuff. Um Skin Deep, Memoir Blue, and Storyteller. I haven't watched the bits about these games just yet, but if they're gonna publish it, I'm gonna play it. Okay. That's the short version about Annapurna. It's kinda like Devolver. Yeah, I needed more you know? for to be invested in those too much. I kind of yeah. zoned out at that point. But I was also like kind of just living in the bliss of the Artful Escape. I can't wait. So I uh, it's this this was a good little showing for Annapurna. I'm glad they did this. I hope they continue to do this. I yeah. think that for the titles that they have, collecting them all together and, and generating excitement, especially coming off E three, this was well timed. Very smart yep. for them. What a great publisher. What a great bunch of folks. Let's talk about Game Pass since this is the Donut and Game Pass podcast. Uh, hit me <laughs> with what's coming soon to Game Pass, Donnie, or what's out now. Yeah, so out now, if you're listening to this as it hits podcast feeds, Curse of the Dead Gods, Dodgeball Academia, Katamari Damacy Reroll, oh, Luminez Remastered. Oh, baby. Skate and Skate 3 and Starmancer will all That's be a out good for you. Freaking list, y'all. Um, I have been wanting to check out Curse of the Dead Gods. I think it's a Yeah, I never played it. Yeah. And then I don't know anything about dodgeball. I do not like Katamari Damacy. I love that game. And I Um, love Luminous. Oh, one of my favorite puzzle games of all time. I was so excited when I came to Switch. That remaster. Played the hell out of it. Is exceptional. It's real good. Uh, And I highly recommend it. And it's also one of my favorite video game soundtracks of all time. And you get the OG Skate. Oh, baby. And then Skate 3 is coming to cloud. I have no real interest to play Skate again. I'm bad at Skate. I'm bad at Skate. Okay with Skate. It's just like, we got Tony Hawk all the indie skate games that i played like i'm kind of skated out at this point like i've skated i became i became a superman i relived it i scratched the itch and it's um, it's time to move on for me nothing will ever be tony hawk 2 let me know when the new skate drops yeah i'll play the new yeah let me know when the new skate drops i'll probably install this uh 812 art of rally is hitting both pc and x this looks rad this is an interesting game i almost bought this game a few months ago uh, it has really a lot of good reviews, and uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff going around about it, a lot of nice things to say. Uh, apparently, it's really hard, which is what led me not to buying it. And uh, Right, so now like, you can try it. Yeah, so now I can try it. Yep, yep. Now you can try it. Um, Hades drops on the 13th, and then the Microsoft Solitaire Collection comes to PC on the 17th. Look, I love Solitaire. Who doesn't? I love, I freaking love Solitaire. I'll sit and play Solitaire for hours. Make yourself feel lonely. Ow. Yeah. It's solitaire, yeah. right? Solitaire. <laughs> um, uh, Hades, Hades, if you haven't played Hades. Of course. Play, play, freaking just get great into game. it, guys. If Please you're into it. it. I'm not, but it's a great game nonetheless. It's very special if you're into that genre. And just a reminder, Donnie put these at the edge, and this is good and important information. 12 Minutes is hitting on the 19th. Psychonauts on the 25th. All it before is- the Arful Escape. Like- Y'all, it- indie video games are popping right now. Mm-hmm. Buckle it up. Let's get a nice go. little game get on the bus. pass. <laughs> lead into Forza here. The kind yeah, of I drop agree. in a really good game every other week or so. Um I you got Death's Door and it continues on. This is this it's, is great. This is the type of momentum. Like I say all the time when we talk about Game Pass, this is why I buy Game Pass. I don't correct. buy Game Pass for Forza and Halo. I buy Game Pass for twelve minutes and Death's Door and Artful Escape and all the stuff like that. It's saving me little twenty because here's the thing, like 
Xbox is going to drop a Forza and a Halo, and they're usually going to drop three or four of those a year. We're hoping they'll get to the point where they're dropping six or seven of those a year. And they keep sure. saying they're going to, but we're not there yet. But Game Pass saves me from dropping 20 to $30 at least like twice a month all year long. The <laughs> like, other benefit just raking is, it in with, with those the, little games. The other benefit is I definitely dip into more smaller indie games that I wouldn't have tried. Yeah. Because, oh, uh, 20 bucks, like, uh, I'm not sure. Yep. You know what I mean? Or, oh, I've heard it's too hard. I won't buy in. And I love that I just get to boot up a new tiny game every every week and be like, I like Oh, and Sable's or- coming soon, too, right? That yeah. Would be, like, was that before? I think it's before Forza. I want to say it is. I want to say it looks like they're pushing all the indies before Forza. Yeah, right? so and Sable should Forza. probably come in there right after Artful Escape. And what a what a great lead. And then you hit Forza, and then you hit Halo. That's the year, That's and excellent. it's a good it's a good way to to roll through the end of the year. I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, it's excellent. Leaving Game Pass on the eighth of this month, GTA Five again. Finally dated. Um, Final Fantasy Seven on the fifteenth. Darksiders Genesis. Don't starve. Uh, Train Sim World. Ape Out and Crossing Souls. I love Ape Out. Ape Out's incredible. Um, Ape Out's a great game. PC. Uh, I liked Darksiders Genesis. Mm-hmm. Not as much that as I like Darksiders Two, but. It's good. Yeah. We got one more piece of news. A um, piece of news I'm excited about. Microsoft decided to drop another color variant of their controller. This one's called AquaShift Special Edition. It is a blue, like, sh- color shift blue thing, rubberized side grips, and the side grips have this, like, marbled swirl. Okay, they've been hydrated. The blues. It's freaking cool. I bought it. It's Did fine. you? Yeah, I because I don't like I don't- this one as much. I don't. I only own black Series X control. I never bought the blue, the red, or the Pikachu. Really? So yeah, hmm. I I waited and I waited, and then this thing hit, and I was like, "This is why I waited." There's something about the grip marbling that just gets me all excited. Trezen sent me an email college. today that my Fable stuff is preparing to ship. Oh, that's right. You spent stupid money on other controllers. I forgot. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was exciting for me. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, hey. I have so many controllers. I like those swirly grips, but I like the idea of them doing the rubber grips versus what they have. I yes. think that's going to be a big improvement. Um, I that's my favorite thing about the Elite. One of my yeah, favorite parts yeah, of the Elite sure. is that that rubber, that really grabby rubber grip. Mm-hmm. So I like the swirl. I like I like controllers that have texture to the color. You know, mm-hmm. like it. I also love that this thing is blue the whole way around. Yeah, it is. No white back. No black back. The white backs really bother people, huh? It just, I want, just give me the freaking whole controller in the color, you know? Like, come on. Don't cheap out on the white backs that you're trying to get rid of. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm using the white um, controller with my white laptop, and it's a, it's an aesthetic, good. as the kids would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, almost all of my pieces of electronics are black, so I like poppy controllers. Sure. Of that. All right, sir, let's get into some questions. What should we got? What do we want to discuss here? I didn't ask for questions today, did I? I know, but we still have some. We still have lots. I'm just now thinking that. That's okay. Um, I didn't even think about it till late. I don't even know which one. I'm just going to read one. I don't even know which one. Um, game Pass Gnome. What game are you most hyped to see on Game Pass? Is there an unannounced game that you'd like to see? Perhaps I could put in a good word for you. Thanks, Gnome. Uh, boy, I mean, I'm most hyped about Forza. That's the game from yeah, me. Yeah, You know, if we're if we're... Like, that's one of the most enticing things about Game Pass for me is that and probably Halo right now. Boy, if I could have something on Game Pass, what would it be? Uh, 
I would really love to see them cut a deal with Capcom and get Resident Evil stuff on Game Pass. I was. Just, I think that would be cool. There's a game coming out in September called Chernobylite. Oh, I I have that on my Steam wish list. I want to play it, but I don't want to buy it because I don't think I'll like it. But it looks cool, and I want to see it. And is that's it coming to comp. That's like coming to comp? perfect Game Pass territory for me. It's yeah. like just put that on Game Pass, and I'll have the best of both worlds. But it's like apparently it's a really strong survival game which i can't say that i have a good track record with so i'm like ah, i don't know but it's got like all those stalker metro vibes mm-hmm. and it's like i want to do that though i want to see that yeah uh, it looks I love cool that. i like games I that look that. cool um yeah i'm a big fan of that um yeah. i i would love to see them cut a deal with capcom i would love to see resident evil stuff on game pass that'd be great i mean great. selfishly because it's i'm trying to look up so I can think of something. Sable out the 23rd of September, by the way. Oh, there we go. Um, Late September. Here's the thing. Like, they're really crushing it. I we, know. We're getting, they're not we're leaving We're getting Back for Blood on Game Pass. Yes. You know, yes. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. I guess, could come to Game Pass. Fatal Frame could come to Game Pass. I mean... That one I will purchase. I think it would be absolutely crazy if Dying Light 2 actually came to Game Pass. I don't think it will, but if it did... That's a good want. That'd be a big. Uh, that's a good want. Big move. But selfishly, I hate that none of the Grasshopper stuff is on Xbox at all, ever. And the ports that they've done, especially recently, are incredible. So can we get the No More Heroes yeah. ports? Travis Strikes Again, Killer Seven, the Silver Case, any of that stuff? Can you put it on Xbox and let them play too? Uh, I don't. I don't know why. The I mean, I know why. <laughs> I feel like I know why Japanese companies don't do the Japanese thing, right? Yeah, but it's like well, it's, that doesn't feel as that feels tone deaf in 2021 in a way it didn't in 2007. Like in 2007, yeah. there were lots of things with dev kits and relationships. It's like I don't feel like gaming is still in that place anymore. I, I understand it's a big world, but like this is a global global thing now. Everybody knows mm-hmm. who Xbox is, even in Japan. Even if they don't sell as well, they get outsold ten to one. Xbox still has a presence. And I just think it's weird. Yeah. I think it's weird yeah. that these entire yeah. those entire publishers just skip the platform. It's like, come on. It, and it's on PC. <laughs> it would take no effort to also publish the PC version on Xbox. Like they run in the same same code base and dev kits, all Windows. Like, come on. It's this is a matter of money and and deals and you know, I agree with you. And I think that that would be a really interesting and good get. And there are games that I would really love to replay, but I mean, I have them on Switch, so it's like... It dawned on me, because I've got um, Killer is Dead, and Lollipop Chainsaw, and, and Shadows of the Damned. Like, I have Suda stuff on Xbox, but I don't have yeah. any of, like, the Suda stuff on Xbox, which is strange. Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. I, I'm, they, Nintendo must have some investment into that IP at this point. Oh, absolutely. There's no, got to no. be some, like, uh, deal there that's no, no. keeping this from happening. So, I'm 100% sure based on the conversation that I had with Suda51 at Momocon, that, that Nintendo is funding some part of No More Heroes 3's development, sure. and it will be a timed exclusive. And I okay, think that's okay, exactly what they did with No More Heroes 1 and 2. So I don't sure. think that's crazy. But those ports and remasters are on PC, and they're also on PlayStation. I think they came a year after. I would expect oh, No More right. Heroes 3 to hit PlayStation and PC a year later. And none of them, none of those are on Xbox yet. And that just, I want to say, doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair Play- to those people. PlayStation got the weird 
maybe no that was a different game forget it i'm thinking of something else uh yeah i don't know it, it is a bit of a bummer it's like they're They've I'm sort like, of lo- locked themselves in to where they would. If he comes stuff, back to you know? Momocon and I get a chance to talk to him again, I'm going to ask him. Yeah. It's a question. I, like, that's the question that I think to myself now. Like, I wish I asked him that four years ago when I talked to him. Yeah. But, but back then we didn't have any of the point. Right. So like, but now I'm like, why aren't you publishing any of this on Xbox? You just don't like them or you just. Well, it's not. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah. I wonder if we could get him to be like a hateful Spencer. Oh, no one hates Phil Spencer. <laughs> but would it be no funny human- if, like, if that was the reason? If he was the one person, it's just the, the one reason. He's just like, That's his like nemesis. He has a dartboard, and it's just <laughs> Phil Spencer's face, and he just throws darts. He's just like, like he, he cops a look. You know, he's just like, like raises ooh. one eyebrow, and he's ooh. just very angry. Touchy Phil, subject. not Phil. Right? He's like he's like a Labrador that you it'd just so want to hug. Like I'm understand. sure that wouldn't be the case, but it'd be so funny if it was. It would be good. It would be a good like. I would like Suda more. Like, it would make me like him more. <laughs> <laughs> he just hates Phil Spencer. <laughs> If that's like his nemesis and he's got one just an angry just picture in his wallet with a just a line through it, like that guy. Yeah. That's so good. That's, that's funny. so good. All right. Well, let's grab another question here. Dean asks, is xCloud going to eventually feature a way to stream your library or will it always be just Game Pass? That's a great question. That's a great question. And I feel I, like I have an answer for it. All right. Hit me. Let's it's just Game Pass. Yeah, because guess why? They want you to buy games. Of course. Well, no, no, no. That's not actually that's not why. Um, the ability to let you stream all of your games to other platforms um, affects that company's business to sell you things on sure. other platforms and other things, yes. and it controls. And there's licensing agreements. We already. I was just going to say we already see this now there. with GeForce and Stadia and everything else, yeah. and that is just not going to happen. But nope. When you put it on Game Pass, you are signing up for that ride. And to begin with, exactly. I think Xbox's goal is to get everything into Game Pass. As I, much as humanly possible. That's their thing. They it, want you just everything in Game Pass. It is your library. Because it simplifies their licensing agreements. There's Absolutely. boilerplate licensing stuff. Like once you agree to Game Pass, you get this, we get that. And that makes their life easy. And then they don't have to deal with like how that stuff gets licensed out and companies being like, oh, no, 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 not our game. Mm-hmm. It, it Yes, this has to do with money and deals. But the answer to that question is yes, it's just game. It's just going to be Game Pass probably forever. Can't, hang on, I'm, is, I'm, I've never done it, but I'm looking it up now. How dare you? Can you, play, Are you actually, can't you do like remote play from your console anyway? I'm sure you can. I don't. You can with Sony stuff, but no, only no, you can with Xbox. I know you can. I just don't know if it's is if it. It's everything. If it's everything, that's what I'm wondering to know. Is it everything? It says play games installed on your Xbox console, including right. Game Pass, to oh, any yeah. compatible device. So you can already stream your games, but if they're installed on your console, it, but it literally streams. It basically turns from your, from your yes. console. It's not coming from Microsoft's data center powered by the world. So this, this question was specifically about X cloud. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, this is that, that is a different conversation. That is basically what Sony does as well, where it's a remote play option. And it's not as great off your console. It's, it's problematic. It depends on your internet and that and you box. better be hardwired. You're, you, you're not throwing the power of it. Well, also here's the problem. If you have Comcast, like many of us do, that upload is aggressively small compared mm-hmm. to your download. So even hardwired, I'm only allowed 40 up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just not going to That's I haven't tried remote it. play in a couple of years because it was such no, a mess the first time. It wasn't even I, worth it. But I also just don't care. But uh, xCloud-wise, no. Game Pass only. Yeah. 100%. You want those servers because they're, they're working the network Easy. side on both sides. 
right? They're doing yeah. all the compression stuff on both sides. You're not getting any of that from your console. No, those blades are, are hot business. You yeah. want that. Yeah. You want that. You get a laptop like me, bring it with you. Well, I mean, that's why uh, that's why people own a Switch also. No, it's like, not. In addition no to... Pass. I I don't always need those games. I can play mm. other games. Donnie, do you know how many mm. games that I own to play? Mm. At some point, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. If you say so. All right. Give me another question, man of many games. <clears throat> Auntie writes, how would you feel if the whole Xbox Nintendo thing is Halo Infinite multiplayer on Switch via the cloud? Just something I've been thinking over since E3. I mean, it could be. They want Halo Infinite I, to be everywhere. I don't. I don't think. I think Phil was very clear that his his move forward, especially like if you include the Bethesda exclusivity, is to make games available where Game Pass can exist and be played in Game Pass. So yes. I don't think they're just going to be like, "Oh, here's Halo for all of you people that don't have Game no. Pass." No. Um, I know it's I free to play. I know it's free to play on like PC and stuff, but it's still. I don't think they're not just going to do that for Nintendo. Like, hey, no, here's no, Halo no, no, for free. I think just them working with Nintendo on Minecraft and Minecraft-related properties is probably the most of what we're going to get for a very, very long time. I think I Game really Pass do. is coming to Switch. I do. I love your optimism, but not mm-hmm. until that box. I can't got wait to tell everybody that juice. I said so. I think it's coming. I, I do. I, think, I don't know that it's going to. Do you think it's going to be on this Switch? Because yeah. I'm not convinced. No, I do. I, I, I honestly I mean, think they will put the Game Pass app on Switch. It'll stream Xbox games. It will just stream Xbox games. You will not be able to download them. I think it'll just be the app. I know a lot of people have floated like it'll be Xbox only titles. I don't think they're going to put that much work and effort into it. I think nah, it'll they just, be just want your game pass and, and they will figure out a number that makes Nintendo happy. Uh, I think it's streaming only. So it protects Nintendo. They're not losing too much because I think there's a lot of people who just don't want to stream anything. There's a lot more of those people I than don't. they're not. Yeah, right. I so never do. I don't think it really is putting them at risk. And I think this makes a lot of sense for both companies. This, this is one of those situations where both companies can shake a hand and make a lot more money. Um, and I'm I, I curious think it's to see. Happen. I think that we'll see TV apps first. That's their first attempt here. Apps on smart TVs. Then we might we might see this start to happen. I'm not saying this isn't going to happen. The I'm thing just saying, with the smart TVs that I'm always interested in is how in the hell do you compare a controller to a smart TV? Don't they have Bluetooth? I don't know. Like I, I've, I've, I've got actually, like four. You Roku, actually made my brand. Yeah, I have my brain. four Roku TVs, and every time I've ever heard somebody like they're just going to put on TV, and it's like, well, if I plug a controller in, like, does it know that it's a controller? Like, are there drivers support for that? Is there processing for that? Because like, it's not as simple as like you just, you know, it doesn't just turn on. Like, there, there's something question. to be there. So I'm always that's wondering, like, do they make a dongle to Maybe, the controller? Yes. I there, think that's what are, would happen. There are USB ports on most smart TVs these days, right? Though, so but are it, they like they could? But are they Windows based? Because I think a lot of like the Roku stuff is Android. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see how yeah. that works. My my LG, I'm curious. Like I, I guess I'm curious how how it's. I bet you. Let me let me rephrase this. I bet you they work with a specific manufacturer for the first. Oh, for sure. This. Yeah, yeah. They'll do like. And a then they thing. they they figure the firmware out to allow this, and then they start to be like, this is what we did with. LG, for example, because mm-hmm. they're the, the name brand premier right now. And this is how we're going to do it with Samsung. And this is, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, when we talk about this, I, I hear a lot, I hear a lot of two things. And it's it's the same thing from different people. And it's so funny. The Xbox fans go, 
what does this do for Xbox? What is Nintendo doing for us? And it's like, you're looking about this completely the wrong way. Oh, absolutely. Xbox wants as many people subscribing to Game Pass. That's what it does for Xbox. Makes them more money, makes them buy more developers that you like so you can keep making videos about acquisition rumors. Like, that's what they get into it with Nintendo. And from Nintendo, it keeps them access to games that they otherwise can't have. Skyrim, Starfield, things like that. Like, one... Their system can't run it to begin with. Two, yes. <laughs> two. if they don't, they're not going to have it at all. So, like, all that, this love and support that they've gotten with Skyrim on Switch, and they've had a long, they've had a pretty good track record with Bethesda titles and kind of propping them up and making them pillars uh-huh. of directs and marketing. All of that goes out the window. It's so true. It could, yeah, it's true. Sign I'm the deal. Make money together. I'm- I think there's a lot of nuance there and software development that needs to happen, but I am curious to see how that shakes out. I I honestly, I don't have no inside knowledge. I'm not going off of any rumors. I honestly think this is one of those things. It's, it makes too much sense for it not to happen. Like I think one day it's going to happen. And when it does, we'll all go, of course, because it, this is just the path forward. Like this is just how things are going. I wonder if they'll wait till the next iteration of whatever Nintendo is working on next. Could though. be. Because we're at, be. and we're getting towards end of life. Like the Switch is out of juice. I would agree it's with out you. Of juice. I would agree with you, except that I played Control on Switch in the streaming. It was pretty good. Yeah, but like the Nintendo is getting to the point where the support for this hardware is going 100%. to start to wane. You know what I mean? I think it's that's a move about, they can make for sure. Yeah. I think going to the next round of, of hardware and being ready to go earlier in that cycle so they get the full cycle out of it, that yeah. would be what That'd I would be cool. see. How I would see this happening that way. Switch that 2, Breath of the Wild 2, Mario Odyssey 2, Mario Kart 10, and Game Pass. That Game sounds Pass. awesome. I think that's more reasonable than this iteration of hardware. Just in terms of timing, development time, are we ready to keep, we're starting to transition into whatever sure. new thing, you know, who knows? I say you do both. I mean, honestly, there's yeah, no reason to not get that money from those 80 million That's orders. That's an install base thing. Yeah. But it also could be a compelling reason to get people to upgrade. Mm-hmm. If you really look at it that way. So not that Nintendo ever needs one of those reasons, but Yeah, but they've done it before. Super Nintendo games, baby. <laughs> Gotta get the new 3DS. I bought it. All right. I'm so going to pull you... one more question. Oh, God. I just, I, when you brought that up, my whole body just reacted like, son of a, yep, they did. Didn't they? I'm not mad. You're mad. Um, all right. Cedric asks, just a few months away from a complete year of Xbox series consoles. Um, he says series X, but you know, there are two of them. Uh, best and worst yeah. thing so far. Best and worst thing so far. Boy. Um, Best thing for me has been Game Pass. I mean, yes, but that was a great thing before this. Sure. You know? But it's been, um, like, this year, when we kicked off with the medium. Yes. Yeah, okay. Store, so you're saying like, content so much in. Yes, yes, Game yes. Pass this year has been just stellar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, and I'm passing over, like, the ones that people really care about. Like, I hear I am, like, the medium death store. And, like, we forget. We had the show. We had that Destiny wannabe that everybody was, like, gaga over for two weeks. Outriders, Forza is coming. Forza is coming. Um, like, yeah, like what Forza a great, great thing. And I mean, you could always say Game Pass, but seriously, Game Pass. You could always say. Um, I think the leap in the the best thing for me with these consoles is the leap in t- like to decrease in time to get into a game, load into new areas. Like the amount of time that I'm not that spending checking social media because sh- crap is loading in the background has made my gaming experience so. Did you much also realize? That- that Death's Door doesn't like instant launch, doesn't do the quick resume. 
I didn't even notice because the freaking console is just so poppy. I noticed. Like it's, you know what I mean? It was in my queue and I'd start it and it would relaunch oh. the whole game over and over again. I'm like, well. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, quick resume is a, is a, is a branch of this conversation. But for me, like sure. the fact that I'm in games so much faster, even without mm-hmm. quick resume is really has evolved my like like there were so many times on the xbox one where i'm like i'm not going to boot this console up now i only have 45 minutes it's going to take 15 minutes to load the game get into the now i'm just like i got 20 minutes i can play a video game my console's on before my tv is on yeah when i push the buttons my console turns on my tv yeah mine does that too yeah um i'm in a game instantly like this is the biggest jump for me is just time to being in action that's a really good answer it's just it's just tremendous, and it's just made me feel so happy to play games. Like, I'll boom, tell you, I'm in. To piggyback off yours and just in a separate, smaller tangent, I love yeah. Quick Resume. It's good. I, I notice it's it good. when it's not there. I replayed The Last of Us last week. Notice that ah, I didn't have Quick Resume. Yeah. Notice that I had to go in and go to the menu and hit yeah. my chapter and do it all over again. Sure. Um, but I played my PC. When the game crashed, I had to reboot the whole thing. Like I notice, I notice it when it doesn't you work notice. now, and I'm like, do. "Why doesn't this work?" Because um, it should just work. And when I wanted to yeah. switch games on Switch, I'm like, "You know what? Uh, I'm just not going to switch." Right. Like it's it's <laughs> it's kind of tremendous. Like the combination of like the console just being constantly in a state of I'm ready to play video games yeah. and quick resume just puts me in a game so fast mm-hmm. that I will I will play games when I have shorter chunks of time now. Because I don't feel like I'm losing so much of it on load screens and nonsense, you know? That's probably the best for me. I think, worst thing, I think that Halo was a real bummer over the last year for me. Just, like, seeing that thing have that, like, crash and burn, we're delaying it a year moment kind of bummed me out. It bummed me out extra getting the box, flipping it over, and having the Halo on the box and going, man, what a miss. Hmm. What a miss. You know, I just, it was a bummer. I know, you, you, you bring that up. I mean, I've heard you say that a few times. I I've never personally cared. Is that just me with Halo? Probably. Yeah, because I, I see it on the box, different... I'm like, Chief's going to be on the box, whether there's a game coming out this year or not. Like, it's just. I mean, yes. Nintendo. They're going to put Mario on the box. It was just for me. I just it was a rare miss mm. at a launch in a launch window, and it wasn't just like we missed by a month or two. We had to push a game a year. It's yeah. Just, and Halo is their flagship. When you really look at like things that just. Dis- define xbox for a lot of people maybe not for me but for a lot of people it's halo so it's a bummer it was a bummer to see that miss in that spectacular of a way um what about you i think the worst worst thing about xbox has been continues to be the lack of a replacement for mixer i think Uh, oh that's a good answer i think it's egregious i think it's far less than uh their competitors and i just I think their whole sharing, like everything, like the screen share button, like all of it is just not I think good. It's, that sucks. That just sucks. Not that's good. a good answer. Yeah, that's disappointing. Like that, Sony does this better. Yeah. Just, oh, I mean, way and better. Nintendo, and Nintendo has is, done this better. On PlayStation, like, on. it's basically the same thing it was on PlayStation 4, and it's and still, better. still way better than Leaps what Xbox. That's so sad. It's, it's like sad. Their, their solution from eight years ago is, is better than your solution yes. is now. I. I'm going to give Sony credit. They nailed it on the first go, though. Mm-hmm. Tapping the share button and have it be able to be screenshot video or or broadcast my gameplay Spot instantly. 
is just so smart. And I wish that Microsoft would get their proverbial crap together here. They're so and, dependent yeah. upon the cloud. You know, like that's their whole thing is they're engineering in the cloud and it holds them back in this regard. It's holding them back in this regard and not getting on board with at least Twitch integration is just Well, like, they have they have Twitch. It's kind of it's Twitch is there. They, have they never the app, replaced But it sucks. It sucks. That's it. They, that's the thing. They, it's like they have the app, you can do it, but it sucks. It's not good. It's, it's not seamless. fast. You can't no. can, you can't edit like your scene and move like I think you can move your camera, but you can't edit your camera. So like you can't set the resolution or set the zoom or make it a circle or put a filter on it or make it transparent. You can't do any of those things. All of those things you can do on PlayStation. Yeah, and you have been able to since the PS4. Yeah. And in the At world the very late PS4. In this world with Twitch streaming and YouTube and having all this type of stuff, like I was sure when they sold off Mixer and uh you know, Major Nelson and Phil were like, we're going to, we're going to have we're new partners. It. I was like, okay, we're going to be able to do Twitch and YouTube and Facebook gaming. I thought they were just going to open it up as Microsoft yeah. should. I mean, this is Microsoft. This is what they do with Windows. Open it up to let you integrate with the best partner that you see fit. And we still don't have that as no. an option. It's, it's actively bad. It act, <laughs> like, like where act- we are now makes me wish they kept Mixer because Mixer was way better than what we have now. It was integrated much better. Yeah. I, I, but it's you click like, the button, you hit live, you hit go. You could do a lot of those customization things. Yeah, Mixer itself could. was a good service to stream to. It just was an unpopular service. I What yeah. I want is I want the Mixer interface to let me beam to YouTube or Twitch. I agree. That's or what Twitch. I want. And yeah. they should have had that before they – it's like – it was weird because when they nixed it, I was sure that they, that's what they were going to do. And, Into the new console, but they didn't. Yeah, and they it just, just seems like – is it even on care. the roadmap? It's like they really I haven't even you. talked about it. It's been a year. I don't think they care. I think the push is not for that right now. And and Sony's not pushing for it either. Sony just happened to nail it on the first go in a way that like, you know. Is it one of those things where it doesn't matter not. because people that want to do that will have a capture card and a computer and stuff anyway? Yeah, I do think that. I think that anybody who wants to consistently stream isn't consistently streaming from their console. They start streaming on their console and they go, "Oh, I could do more of this. I like this." Do better then they get a rig and then they get a they get OBS and they get scenes yeah. and it's, you know, it's a good starter spot. It's great for like, "Oh, I want to do a quick charity event." I don't, you know, but it, it, it still feels like a drop ball because they told us they were going to replace it. They told us they were going to fill that gap and they haven't. And they just went silent on it. It's wild. So, yeah, I would agree. That's kind of a bummer. Just the share button in general, the screenshots. It's crap, kind of a bummer. I, I, hate I was it. so excited. I hate it. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm back to using my Elite. I don't even use it anymore. Yeah. I'm I like, don't, you know I don't what? care. Never mind. I don't care. Yeah. Screw your button. I don't <laughs> it, care. It, it's it really actually, sad because, like, the Switch is so perfect. The Switch it's does it it's so well. Like, they took Sony's idea and they were like, let's make that super fast. Dude, I just pop, I pop screenshots of yeah. Tetris right to yeah. Twitter. And just I'm like, tap, Ta-da! tap, tap, tap. And then you can just ba, hold. Ba, ba, ba. It's, yeah, it's so easy. It's really easy. And I like to give Nintendo credit for an online thing means you done drop the ball, Microsoft, because you should be better at this. Take seconds. It you should can, be easy. You can load batches of, of things at yeah. once to, to, to Twitter, to different things. You send them to your phone. Like it, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right for Nintendo to be running circles around them. If is, you're if you're showed up by Nintendo, you should be embarrassed it's kind on of an online services thing. It's yeah. it's bad. It's it's actively bad. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Is there any other questions you want to hit before we get out of here for the night? Are we, are we done? Here? I don't know what this question is, but we need to get it off of here. It's so long. This question the TPR sent us. So let's do it. 
All right. right. I think Xbox has been hitting all the right notes recently and prep for this coming fall. I'm a fan of all consoles and ecosystems. I can't help but feel that there is an oversaturation of third-person cinematic action games on the Sony side of things. I still enjoy them and buy them, but I wish there was more. I wish there was some more first-party diversity in PlayStation's game offerings. That diversity is where Game Pass shines, in my opinion. But is ironically is missing the big first-party third-person cinematic action experiences. I personally think that Hellblade Two could do a hell of a job and working to close that gap uh, in the plethora of Game Pass offerings. Gears would be the only other title I think of when it comes to that. And we've seen it for over a decade now. What do you guys think? Uh, do you both have any other any other ideas for that niche, or do you think my criticism is overstated? Boy. That's a good question. TPR says a lot of things that I actually have already said. I mean, uh, people have already sure. heard me say that with Hellblade and Gears of War, I look at Gears of War as a very cinematic shooting experience. I, I often I say it's Uncharted-esque in terms of its plot and design, except you shoot mm-hmm. stuff instead of climb stuff. Um, but if you if you remove the mechanics, those two games, are like on the dry erase board when you're playing those games, are very similar. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. In, very, very in, similar. in arc and path. Yeah, yes. I, I do not disagree. I do not disagree. I don't know that... Um, hmm. Boy, you know... I don't know that I feel like it's missing. Do you know? Like, I don't know that I feel like we need more third person action on Game Pass. It's It doesn't. Maybe it's because I feel like that market is so oversaturated in general that I'm just good. <laughs> like, you know, maybe that's just a me thing. Um, I, I would really like to see more of Tomb Raider, I think, you know, or Devil May Cry find its way into Microsoft's ecosystem in a better way. But I think Hellblade that's Hellblade's actually, a good one, man. That's Hellblade's so, a good one. You're, you, that's good. I'm glad you said that. Because um, I wasn't even thinking of Devil May Cry, and I wouldn't. So when I think of like when I think of Devil May Cry, I specifically think it was like an action game is based in platform based in combat. It's like Bayonetta, you know, like Yeah. I when I hear PlayStation first party like third person game. I'm specifically thinking of impactful narratives. Sure. Okay. That's set around that game mechanic. I think of God of War. I think of Uncharted. Okay. I think of The Last okay. of Us. And I think there is there there are groups of people, I've seen them, I think we all have. There are groups of people that say that about Xbox that they're, you know, I don't want to say there are no games, but they don't have the games. The We're, Ghost of Tsushima, the God of War, that the 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 game yeah. that tells you a very compelling story with all the fidelity and the big stuff. I don't think that's an oversaturated market because I honestly think that only PlayStation's really doing them. Um, you, I think Tomb Raider was spot on, but we haven't had a Tomb Raider in a couple of years and it doesn't look like we're getting one for a couple of years. That bums um, me same thing with Batman. It's like the other thing I was thinking of was Batman. We, we had three or four great Batman games, but that was four okay. or five years ago. And it, like, it doesn't look like the next Batman games are those. The next Batman games are uh, multiplayer or if they're not multiplayer, you know, like they're, they're, I guess, I don't know, squad based, like you play yeah. different characters. They're not the same thing that, that we sure. tend to expect. I mean, is this a conversation that, it, that perhaps the market has changed too? Like when we look at third person action, like, for Microsoft, they want stuff they can inject into Game Pass. And they seem to be very successful with those squad-based, you know, like, games. Outrider is kind of a good example. Like, get people together to play them, get everybody to have Game Pass to do it. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, is this just a market strategy thing? Like, Sony has always invested a lot of money into single-player narrative experiences. Sure. Big ones, epic ones. That's their personal brand. I, said, I don't, I don't think, think always. I, I disagree with you there. I think for the last decade. Okay. Not always, but for the last decade. Yes, is, all right, Really, fine. for the last decade, I'll, it has become their mantra. Like, their brand. This is what we do. And Microsoft is not trying to compete in that space. Like, before do we think 2010, that was what Naughty Dog did. Yes, Since yes, 2010, okay. this is Fair. what PlayStation does. Fair, because PlayStation is invested in it, right? Yeah, like they but realize like, it worked. Like So they doubled but, down on it hard. I don't know that Microsoft feels like they need to play that game. I think that they're looking at it like, well, that's not our that's not our niche. I think We're they are playing that game. There. I disagree you? with you. I think they are. They've got was it Indiana Jones. They've got Fable. They got Hellblade 2. And possibly, I, we don't know yet, Perfect Dark-ish, maybe? Eh. That's that's a isn't that a first person shooter? It is, but like shooting? they 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 were talking a lot about how they're expecting to like be very narrative focused, and I was like, yeah. really? That's, you think that's, that's like just talk? Pe- people said that about Rage. Good point. Like where we ended up. Good point. All right. I mean, like developers I, say a lot of things. Developers say a lot. People of say things. a lot of things. First person games, I think, are ma- are way harder. First person shooting games are way harder to to add that arc. I feel like the reason that Naughty is Dog it like is so that Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect is a third-person shooter. Okay, I mean, I'm Ma- Mass, Mass Effect. Effect I thought is you could play both ways. Uh, you might be able to, but okay. it's a third-person game, okay. right? Third-person games, when you are looking at the character you are playing, it's it's almost a different experience. When you shift me into first person, I feel like I'm supposed to be that mm-hmm. character. When you place a third-person view, you can make an impactful narrative around how you want that character to be. It's different than putting the player in their shoes in a first-person gotcha. role. Yeah. And I think that's what why Naughty Dog's so successful at building great narratives and why their games are always third-person. Like, that's like here is my character. I was thinking of Mass story. Effect. I had Mass Effect on my mind because that, that will come to Game Pass soon. Um, the Legendary whatever edition. Uh, yeah. That'll hit Game Pass soon through EA Play. Uh, and that oh, that's game, true. That game sold very well. That was news that came out today. Is it sold it did, very well? It and, did. It was, and we see Dead Space. Like EA is like, we're going to make single player games. So my point was going to be that I think Microsoft really leaned on third parties for this type of support. And as I mentioned, a lot of these publishers have stopped doing that as much. There's because more the, the, multiplayer, squad-based, yes. co-op. Yes. It's been more of that. That's where the money is. And so be- think- because of those two things aligning at this time, this delta of the Xbox One, so basically call it from like 2016 to now, sure. there's a Good, dearth yep. of that on it. Like there's, it's missing because we yeah, haven't yeah. had Batman and Tomb Raider and new Mass Effects to fill that gap. And I think, but here's the thing. I don't even, I don't, I won't even say I think because I know Phil has openly admitted, yes, we need to do more. We know. Yes. We know he has we need said to that. do more. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and they're trying. Think, they're doing Fable. That's their big I, one. I hope that that hits. They for bought that, Bethesda. Hope, yes. But those are, there's a, there's a lot of first person in Bethesda. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, but RPGs though. Yes, but they're first person. It's different. It's, to me, that's very, very different because you're crafting the story around the character you want to play in first person. Um, it, it just, for, and it's just a total me thing where my brain links to stories and, and that, that perspective matters okay. to me. Um, I do think you're right. I think that the industry went through a shift and it may be coming out into shifting again. Oh, these first, these, these single player experiences with stories that are impactful are, hitting with people again oh maybe we should invest a little bit more time and effort i think if hellblade 2 does super well 
like people get really excited. I could see Microsoft pushing very hard to lean on developers to get more of that. I think know, I think that I think that it's really expensive. In yes. part, like you can't do that. You don't just make a game like that at Insomniac or at Sucker Punch or at Naughty Dog's level. Uh, no, very you can't expensive. compete. It's right. hard to compete. And, and like, so they make money. Yes. They sell well. But you also have to be willing to like take a bath on that. And I think that's where you look at the multiplayer arena and you're like, well, if we can get some mode, some campaign, some something exactly. you can do with friends that we can get more money out of it. Um, it makes it a little easier. And I think that's why you see so many devs kind of do that. And, and I don't, like I said, for me, Gears is 100% a single player narrative experience. But for many people, it's not, and they could care less about it. You know, it works both ways. Sure. But yep. I think they're, I think they're aware of the problem. I think they're working on the problem. I don't know, like that heist typhoon game that's going to be like, it seems like a co-op yeah, you know, that's a thing. that's a yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's so more of a co-op they got indie, they got Fable, um, and they got Hellblade. They've got Gears, they've got Hellblade, and we don't know, you know, like what several of their folks are doing, and maybe they've got more. But I definitely know that they want to do that. Now the question, I think the better question is, can they do it to a point that it matters? That's because there's think a we're... high bar. And is it is it fiscally worth it to try to intrude upon a space? That has been well captured by PlayStation. Because all we're talking about is prestige. Yes. We're talking about like reputation. And And, and that's selling games. Yeah. And there's people that want that prestige of that blockbuster game, you know, in their library. And uh, yeah. And and maybe they can hit, I think, Hellblade over their first crack at it. Well, Um, they're they're in a unique position. Sony has dumped the bag with the exception of God of War. Everything in this space that they've been working on or has been worked on is out, with the exception of God, God of War Ragnarok. So there's some time for Microsoft to have an impact. Hellblade could have a big impact because it's going to fill a gap that suddenly no, there's no Naughty Dog game right sure. now. You know, Ghost is out, and they're going to dump content, but that's done, so there's no Sucker Punch game. God of War will Spider-Man hit. Spider-Man will be next. Sp- uh, sp- they just Spider-Man did Spider-Man and a tie. Oh, they're going to do it again. That was. Yeah, look, sure. They're going to do another one. But I don't mean this in a negative way. I know it's been weaponized in console wars, but Miles Morales was like an expanded DLC. It absolutely was. They yeah. 100% build it as yeah. such. So I'm not yes. looking at like Miles Morales like, oh, they can't make another Spider-Man game for four years. No, like, they can't. Absolutely not. But, they, but they nothing, certainly can. <laughs> nothing is announced. Nothing's no, in the pipe. No, I think it would be and Spider-Man. That's the important. Probably not this year, but next year. Because I think God of War. Might not even be next year. It could. I think slip. God of War comes out first, but that's no. Just I my agree. Personal I opinion. agree with you. Too. I think it's out. First. Uh, you know but- what? Actually, you know what? I don't. I'm not certain about that. I'm not certain that God of War makes it out for Spider Man. I think you might be right, but I think there's a there exists a chance that that doesn't happen. There's a gap here, though. There's yeah. a t- This is a great time for Hellblade to be finishing up and getting into people's hands yeah. in the next year or two. You could come out right after after Horizon. If you dump into a space that there isn't suddenly a Sony influx of stuff sitting in people's queue, it's a good time. And maybe that dev makes a compelling argument for... But here's the thing is I still wonder... I don't know if Ninja Theory is capable of of delivering something that reaches that standard. Because we're talking... And like, here's the thing, like... I have all the faith in the world. I am so excited that Playground is going to do Fable. But Fable is not... 
that game. It's no. not the Uncharted. It's not going to make you feel nope. something for a character and these cin- cut scenes. You know, like it's not a movie. It's not a cinematic Agreed. movie-like experience. I, I just, it's not Fable. Hellblade I, has a chance, but that's also is not what the first Hellblade was either. No, it was an indie experience yes. that was very tight. I actually think that Microsoft's niche is not these games. It's it's Bethesda stuff. Yeah, but they need it's one or two. It's first person. They need one or two. They have one or two. Yeah. But they're never going to I mean, compete. Gears. So, I, I, yeah, sure. I don't know why I've said that for Gears. I feel like I've gotten a lot of pushback. I feel like a lot of that is, well, Gears is Gears. I think a lot of people kind of write off Gears. I think they do the same thing with sure. Halo. Gears is Gears. But it's like, have you been playing Gears? Have you Did you play Gears 5? Did you play yeah. Helldivers or like Gears 4? Like They had very compelling stories. I think that they're probably okay floating with the couple of games they have in this space and saying, but we have Bethesda's epic first-person RPGs. Yeah, yeah. That's the niche they bought, and that's the one they now own. And it's funny. And that's very compelling. It's it's interesting because I I think I've often stepped over my own words a few times when we talked about this um, just in the years, not just here, but I don't put a whole bunch of difference in the first person, third person thing. To me, it's just a perspective. To me, I'm thinking of, of just the... The narrative experience, because I think of like Edith Finch was like first person, but was a, a very impactful narrative. And then obviously you can do like the over the shoulder of something like a God of War or an Uncharted. But I think it's more about the plot. They want those emotionally hitting plot character development sure. stories. Yes, and I think yes. Bethesda can deliver you. that in droves. They 100% have. And They're that very can, good at it. That can get very close. It doesn't, it's not going to be The Last of Us, but. If, if enough of them hit, it doesn't matter. Well, because here's the thing. PlayStation's not going to make Elder Scrolls either. So right. <laughs> that's my point. That was my exact point, though. They each have a niche that yeah. they own at this point. And it's okay that it's okay that each console owner doesn't need to dip into every well, dip well into every single genre. I th- yeah, I think, that's okay. I think you Xbox know, is fine. great with what they have. They've got shooters I, and yes. Western RPGs on just lock and if they can just get a few more third-party folks to make a dead space and another assassin's creed in a batman game like if we can just get back to that um i think they're fine uh i also think we're we're omitting a lot of what obsidian is capable of here they are incredible storytellers and with very good writing like their games have lore for days um, and we if haven't can, seen one of their games in a minute. So if, the, if one of their games can get out of like their very system RPG heavy stuff, because I think there's a there's a ceiling on how many people you can reach with something like that. It's a very niche Agreed. thing. If they could get into, you know, like we're thinking of um, what's their their Skyrim-esque game avowed. Yes. Could be yes. something. It could be sure. that like they're they're definitely capable of delivering something like that. Microsoft bought devs that do that very well, yeah. just differently. It's not going to be your Naughty Dog version of cinematic experience, but it's going to be this version. And I think that's okay. And I think it's okay that they don't have to, they don't have to rush to grab up developers or try to have games that try to compete. It's not a smart investment. You know yeah, what I mean? On the investment it, side, to piggyback off smart, of this, and I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. Finish your point. No, I was going to say they've made their smart investment. Picking up Bethesda was that smart investment. Let them ride that, you know? The reason so. I interrupted you is because I feel like I'm going to finish your thought here to add a little bit more to your thing. Their their model's different. Yeah, exactly. They're, with the Game Pass model, they they very much weigh engagement. 
They put the they put the game into the service, and they want to see people playing that game and sticking with that game and playing it for a Agree. long time. Um, they don't want to make a game that you beat in eight hours and you never play again. Sure, it doesn't help Game sure. Pass because now they have to replace that with another game <laughs> you beat again to keep people invested. Yes, yes. yeah. So yes. that's why you see them kind of go that service model, or they want these games with these long tails, and they want to have content to keep coming. That's why you know, like that's why they want to get in there with those type of games. So with Avowed and with Elder Scrolls and Starfield, like I wouldn't be so. Like, don't be so sh- shocked if they have, you know, lots of DLC and things. Absolutely. I, I'm not saying that Xbox is making them do it. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I think that's that's the push. I think that's the, yes. that's what they want to do. If 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 those developers want to do it, like that's they're going to support them. They're going to tell them, like, yeah, do that. Yeah, here's we, yeah. Yes. Like, I think the next Outer Worlds could very yes. much be right down that vein. Like, let's keep it. Agreed. Let's keep these people playing because they want to yes. keep you subscribed. It's yes. different when you're focused on. Let's make the best game we can possibly make to make people buy our console. Right. And, and like, it's just a different business model. It really These two is. companies have, and it's okay that the business model is different and they don't have to have a thing to compete in the model. They yeah. can succeed and they both are with the model that they have found that works for them. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from this conversation. Microsoft does not need to rush to jump into Sony's space, just as much as Sony doesn't need to rush to jump into Microsoft's yeah. model. They can both exist and make it work. And I think that's and why the, the move for Bethesda, I think, makes a lot of sense because... Yes. They don't need to have the cutscene laden, you know, I'll say 25 hour cinematic experience and it's over. If they can give mm-hmm. you a 100 hour RPG epic, mm-hmm. they'd rather have that. Even if it doesn't have the cutscenes, even if you don't, you know, feel emotionally attached sure. to the characters, they'd rather you play that game for 100 hours. <laughs> they'd rather then, have and- you playing Game Pass that long than, um, you know, like a, a shorter and, campaign. Right. And people get just as attached to those experiences for different reasons. Can. And that's okay. And yep. that's okay. That, see, that was a lovely conversation that stemmed off of a question that we've avoided answering. Thank you, TPR. <laughs> Thank you, TPR. The problem is that you just, when we get a paragraph, we're just like, oh, it's so much to read. We're very lazy and old. <laughs> I should have worn my glasses. It's so much to podcast. read. Okay, look, we're very old. All right. I think that's going to do it for us tonight. We covered everything, right? Yeah. So before we, uh, before we get off the air, let me give a shout out to our Patreon folks at the on-air producer level again and as always thank you to everybody who supports the show and everything on the psvg network um thanks to the folks on discord patreon and other levels and twitter and if you want to find us on twitter donnie is eat the hype and i am et dragon nonsense never-ending nonsense all right (laughs) our producers thank you to michael masick Edwin Callow, Stephen keller nick creature ben moxham nick fallhaber paul calicote Kyle Heyman, Devin Tyus, Josh Borbone, RJ Kern, Horsegirl69, nice. Zach Adams, and Joe Wilson. It's nice every time. <laughs> Donnie, I think we covered everything, yeah? Good show. All right, kids. Until next time, play some video games. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs>